everyone, and welcome to Yolanda Yvette Speaks. It is me, Yolanda Yvette, motivational speaker, public speaking coach, authoress, and your podcast host. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, or even if you have any speaking engagements and opportunities that you would like me to be a part of, go ahead and reach out to me at YolandaYvetteSpeaks.com. That is Y-O-L-A-N-D-A-Y-V-E-T-T-E-S-P-E-A-K-S.com and hit the, um, the contact and also go ahead and make your way on over to YolandaEvetteSpeaks.com to order my book, Speak Up. This is where you're going to learn the winning strategies to make it a profit as a public speaker. So now that that's out the way, y'all, let's go ahead and get to what we're here for. Today we have a phenomenal guest. We have Heather Ernest. And is she, wait. Okay, y'all, it's a whole story behind her last name. That's why I'm laughing. Okay, so, and she is a certified woman empowerment and transformational coach based in Chicago. She helps women who are feeling stuck and uninspired transform their lives by healing at the deepest level so they can experience greater joy and fulfillment. Heather facilitates deep transformation by helping clients get to the root of their limiting beliefs and pain patterns so that they can release emotional blocks that are keeping them stuck. Heather incorporates a variety of methods, including emotional release techniques, meditation and mindfulness practices, inner child and shadow work, embodiment practices, journaling exercises, and mindset work. Heather supports women through a variety of challenges, including helping single women heal and attract a healthy partner, assisting women through life transitions, helping women find their purpose, and helping women increase their self-worth and confidence. Heather's clients experience significant improvements with their relationships with themselves, with others, and with life. So y'all, let's welcome to Yolanda Vet Speaks, Heather Ernest. I got it right this second time. Oh, you are very, 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 very welcome. I am so excited to have you. Y'all, I messed up her last name because she told me it wasn't something. And so therefore, I, in my mind, that's what it is. But I got it right the second time. It's Ernest. So we are here. We are here. So what I would love for you to do is I, I read your bio. And usually I mess up everybody's bio. So I, I did really good. So I'm proud of myself. Um, I would love for you to tell people, Heather, who you are in your own voice. Mm, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, so I am a coach for women. Uh, obviously, I didn't start out that way. Um, like most, like most coaches, I think we get to the path of coaching just through our own hardships and struggles and life experiences. So <clears throat> I work with women on the things that I struggled with the most, which um, was my self worth and self esteem, confidence. Uh, body image, and just healing some of those wounds from the past, uh, the things that really kept me in a place of um, playing small and not standing in my power and not being who I wanted to be in the world. And so I, I have the joy and the pleasure of helping women transform every day. And it's a beautiful thing to witness, which is you know, women going from a place of stuckness and not being able to move forward in life to, you know, really embodying their their self-worth and feeling like they can actually have the life of their dreams and that it's possible for them mm. and that they're deserving of it. So that that brings me so much joy to be to be of service to other women 
uh, and to, you know, to live out my life's purpose, which I feel like is to, to help other women. So how do we get here? How do we get for you to be the person that's like, I want to help other people to get unstuck, right? It, it, to make it easy, like just to get unstuck out of whatever their situations are. Um, how did, how did you become that person who wanted to be, to want to help? Was that's it something personal question. for you? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's such a good question. And actually, I'll say the, the past was pretty bumpy for me, to be honest with you. And I actually, you know, went through some pretty painful experiences and, and some trauma as well. So actually, when I was 19 years old, I had a really bad fall in a grocery store that almost killed me. I actually was um, just walking and I fell and hit my head and had to go and have emergency life-saving brain surgery. And, you know, I woke up in the ICU at 19 years old, not sure how I got there, not sure what happened and not sure like how I pulled through that because they basically had to cut open my skull and uh, relieve a bleed in my brain. And so after that experience, I mean, there was so much like residual trauma in my body that I was having like daily panic attacks. I went through serious anxiety, depression. Uh, I was afraid to leave my house. Um, and it was kind of like a, a dark ages for me because I, you know, went to, uh, therapists and psychiatrists and and I was trying to get help and trying to make the panic attacks go away but um and what I started doing because of all the anxiety was I was numbing with alcohol Mm -hmm. and so it was it was a dark time for me I was I was um just in kind of a rough place in my life and eventually I got to the point where I was just like you know what I can't live this way anymore this isn't working for me and jumping from antidepressant to antidepressant is not, um, I'm not living the life that I want to be living. I feel like a zombie and I feel kind of dead inside and I want to, I want to heal this. I want to heal my body. I want to heal this trauma and I want to heal, uh, these painful patterns of things that I have. Cause I was also attracting, um, you know, mm. abusive partners and people that didn't treat me well. And so it was really kind of a, rock bottom for me, I guess, if you will, where I was just like this, I got to get out of this. And I was just determined to start out on my own healing journey one step at a time. And that was, you know, to get off medication, to incorporate exercise, meditation, uh, healthy eating, and to work with my own coach to help me get through some of this stuff. And the life that I have found on the other side, I am so incredibly grateful for. And, and just getting through all of those challenges uh, and seeing what's on the other side makes me want to help other women who are in that place that I was, even if the challenges are not, don't look the same. I want to help women get out of that place and into a life that, that they love where they feel good. Listen, it's a couple things I want to unpackage, okay? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> anytime someone says anything medically to me, I love medical shows, okay? So, the fact that I was like, I, so they have to release the cranial pressure, that's in my mind. Like, I can, <laughs> so when you said, 
<laughs> so when you're Dr. Doing, Yolanda, give me the diagnosis. Listen, I feel like I can do surgery on someone just from watching these medical shows, which are probably completely inaccurate. But if, <laughs> when you were talking, I was like, oh yeah, so they had to go in and had to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, besides that, I mean, listen, it you, it sounds like you're, you you used your pain to find your purpose and to find your passion, which is in yes. helping others um, overcome, like I said, being stuck. Because you've been through um, having panic attacks and anxiety um, and going through depression, which I tell people that there's different levels to all of this. Um, so your, your panic attack may be at a, like a two and somebody else may be at like a seven or even with depression is, is different waves and levels of it as well. And, um, even having the fear of leaving your own house, that was out of fear of something might help happen to you again. Right. Um, so it's amazing to be able to overcome that because people struggle with that daily. And also people are now, even in the pandemic, People are struggling with leaving the house now, too, because now that anxiety of what's out there, the unknown, is it from saliva, is it, is it airborne, is it this, is it that, they don't know. So they're like, I'm just going to stay in a place that I know, that I'm comfortable with. And so it's bringing up, is it, is it Angoria? What's the, it's the fear of going outside. Agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. Yes. Look at, let's see, this is what happens when you watch the medical shows, Okay. <laughs> I might have said it wrong, but I knew what I was talking about. But, um, <laughs> but um, you know, it, and it's, it's a thing about uh, I, I'm a firm believer of talking to somebody or going to your coach or therapist. Whatever. Some, when people have actually been through it, they're able to help you out even more. Because I tell people all the time, my listeners don't, don't tell me how to lose weight if you never had a weight loss problem. Like, if you never had a weight problem, it's, diff, it's different. It's it, yeah, you may have been slim and you're like, oh, I gained a few pounds, but it's different when you've been on the other side, like when you've been like really obese or morbidly obese and, and things of that nature. You're trying to tell me how to lose weight when you never had that struggle. Um, it may have been some struggles, but it's really not the same. Um, so I really appreciate the fact that someone of, of your caliber is like, hey, I've been through this I've been through like really really dark times and I and I'm able to tell you it may get darker but there is light still at the end of that tunnel and it's not a train you know Uh, (laughs) because people will tell you that you know in a minute but I feel like that's part of that negative mindset that you also help um, people overcome and work through is the mindset um, changing right yes yes it's it's really important because you know, one of the things that I noticed for, you know, myself in my own journey was that, you know, you can't create a new life from an old mindset. Mm. So if you are thinking like my life is just going to be, you know, what, what I'm going to get is what I've always gotten, then you will repeat that cycle over and over and over. And it's, it can be really hard for people to, to imagine a bigger life for themselves, to imagine something greater for imagine to imagine themselves as as a a more expansive version of who they are but that kind of mindset and vision is what it takes to create a new life to say you know what like i'm i am i am tired of this old life and you know we we can honor and respect it and, and not make ourselves bad or wrong for what's happened in the past the past 
version of us is is shaping who we're going to evolve in the future and we can thank that person for you know mm. getting through all those challenges and surviving but in order to to create that next level of who we are we've got to say like you know what i'm deserving of something more i want something more and i'm going to work on that mindset so that i can i can become that and i can really bring that into into my life into reality so i do a lot of work with mindset because it, it's hard. I mean, I know that it sounds negative to say something is hard or difficult because you're already putting it in, into your mind that it is. But I find it difficult for myself. I find it challenging for me because um, I try to be positive, you know, a lot because I haven't always been. So even when it comes to like money blocks or um, help, whatever the limiting belief that, you know, that you help people with, um, it's like, okay, I'm going to think positive, I'm going to think positive, I'm going to attract, I'm going to attract. And then you have these negative thoughts that come right in there. That's where, where my challenge is, is the, the difficult, I say it's difficult for me or the challenges for me is those negative thoughts that come in there. And it's kind of sometimes it's hard to get those right back out. Um, how do you do that? How do you overcome those negative thoughts that come in there? That's just like when you meditate and you try to have a clear mind and all of a sudden you're like, Burger King or like, I don't know. It's just like something just shoots into your head. Like, Oh, a nineties sitcom. Like, I don't know. You just, it's just the weirdest things just shoot through your mind at the weirdest times. So how do you get over that? Like, how do you come back to the positive when negative creeps in so often? I, lo I love that. And you're so spot on um, that I think there's there's evidence and, and stats around like I think we've got like eighty thousand something like eighty thousand thoughts a day and and like seventy to eighty percent of those thoughts are negative. It might even be higher. Like mm. our brain is primed towards the negative, right? And a lot of that is due to our brain is trying to protect our to protect us, right? To look out for threats, to look out for things that could hurt us, people that could hurt us, uh, situations where we might be rejected or criticized or made fun of. So. The way that I've worked with this is a lot of people will say, you know, oh, the inner critic is bad or the inner critic is wrong. Get rid of the inner critic. The inner critic is there to help us. It's there to serve us. And it doesn't need us to judge our judgment, if that makes sense. So mm. the way that I work with my inner critic is I'll stop and I'll say, thank you. Thank you for trying to protect me. Thank you for trying to help me. But, but... I'm going to choose a different thought today. I'm going to choose to see myself in, in a different light. Is this thought true? So it's, it's, it's about becoming the observer of your thoughts, not making them wrong, not making them bad, not judging your thoughts, witnessing them, honoring them, and then choosing the next best thought. Because what will happen over time, now this doesn't happen just overnight, but what will happen over time is that you'll start to bring your baseline of, of where your thoughts sit to a higher level. So the brain is, is very, I mean, it's neuroplasticity, right? If we start to, to create these new neural pathways of like, I'm going to start bringing myself back to positive over and over and over again, eventually the brain is going to learn this is the pathway. This is where we're going. And... And, and that doesn't mean we'll never have negative thoughts again, but our rebound and the way that we get back to positive will be quicker. We'll be able to bring ourselves back quicker. I love the fact that you're like, you know what, acknowledge it. Acknowledge the negative, like, okay, <laughs> you're here for whatever reason, I thank you, but we're not doing that today. 
Yes. See, that's how. <laughs> you see, we have two different techniques. Like I'm like, all right, you're here. Mm-mm, not today. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to be better than than I was yesterday, or than you know. And I think that's the goal. Like we we try to set this big broad picture. Like I just want to be better. And you're like, okay, you know what? For me, what works for me is baby steps. I just want to be better than I was the day before, you know, yeah. and, and breaking it down in just in smaller chunks. Like I may have had a bad day yesterday, but hmm, what did I learn from it? It, you know, what I'm saying like go back and review. Like what did I learn from it? What was the lesson? Did I learn a lesson? Because I'm not a fan of repeating lessons. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> who wants to keep taking the same test over and over and over again? Like, uh, come on, let's 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 go next 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 level. Level me up, please. Um, so I like the fact that you acknowledge it and and you push it out and you're try and you try and you do um, become better. Like you said, it's it's um the more you do it, the better it is. That's with anything in life, like whether it's exercising or reading. We all didn't. We had a certain level when we were learning learning how to read. You know what I'm saying? It's like the more we did it, the better we got. Um, I mean, other than with math, because me and math, we don't see eye to eye. But <laughs> everybody has their thing, okay? So, <laughs> but um, I I like that, and it's and it seems so attainable, and I know it's attainable because people do it all the time. Um, because whatever, because I know you do, um, you help the clients get to whatever the root is, because that's where a lot of things stem. So, in order to make tomorrow better than the day before, we also have to go back and acknowledge where the issue lies because it's going to be even harder every day to bounce back to that negative if we never understand where it's coming from would you say that yes no that's so spot on because you know what will happen Yolanda is uh I'll see clients who are trying to kind of put a bandage over a really old wound Mm. right and it and it's and things are leaking out because they've never gone back to the root right like you know you can you can layer on you know positive um you know positive self-talk and you know affirmations and all of that but if you never truly go deep within and get to the root of why why is that thing there if it's an if it's you feeling unworthy or you feeling like you're never enough just you telling yourself and being like i'm enough like sometimes that's not going to really get in there because you need to understand where did that come from what happened in childhood what are the stories you told yourself what are the experiences that you had that made you believe that you weren't enough and now you're carrying that story with you forward into your life and like you said too like we we call those experiences to us right are those lessons if you will to, to try to heal that. And that's what happens is we continue to call in situations over and over and over to heal that wound. If we don't heal it, we keep getting the same lesson. And that's why it's so powerful to really, really dive in there and get and get to the root. And, and that's why like when I work with a client, I wanna go deep, like I wanna get in there. I wanna know everything. I wanna know, you know, what happened in your past? What happened in your childhood? What are the stories that you're telling yourself so that we can really give you that healing that you need to unlock that, that wound that's like holding you down like a bag of bricks so that we can get you to your next level. That is amazing because just then, like I've talked to many people about the same subject 
And for some reason, I don't know what it was, because, you know, I, I don't believe in coincidences or whatever, but as soon as you started talking about it, I was so triggered and remembered, you know, because, you know, self-worth and things like that are things that I struggle with. Or, like you said, it's a Band-Aid that, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm worthy. I can, you know, and I, and I call my, you know, I say that all the time, whatever, in our affirmations. Oh, it is a band. Oh, my goodness. And, it's, and it leaks through. That's why it's so hard for me to believe I'm worthy because going all the way back to childhood, I'm like, oh, yep, that's a specific moment. That's a specific moment. That's a specific moment where I, you know, where I didn't feel this way as a child. And now I'm 40. That is just been layered, layered and layered, you know what I'm saying? And then now I'm like, but I want to be better. I'm worthy. And you're like, uh, <laughs> Yes. Baby girl, you still got issues from when you were single digits that you never dealt with. So, oh my goodness, this that oh Heather, <laughs> Heather. Oh, we're gonna have to have a whole, we're gonna have to have a whole talk, child. We're gonna have to have a whole talk because <laughs> it's so it was it was just like that. It was just like I recalled. Oh, this was probably where that's where that started right here. This moment right here. And then yes. that moment right there piled onto that. Then this right here piled onto that. And now you have this thick layer, right, of hurt that you're trying to put this one little piece of bandit on, bandaid on. And it's never gonna penetrate because what's that what's that gonna do? What is that, what is exactly. that gonna do? <laughs> it's not it's not cleaning the wound that's really deep down within. You just pretty pretty much pouring water on the surface level and the water's not really cleansing anything is because it's so deep down within oh heather i love that that is such a good visual yolanda like i love that you <laughs> you used that kind of like wound reference of like you know it's like a band-aid over a bullet wound where it's it's still things are still gushing out and it's because it's deep we haven't gone in there to pull the bullet out mm -hmm. and then to start doing the healing work that it takes to recover that wound Oh my good, yeah, Heather, we're gonna have to have some talks. So I want to talk about the methods that you use because I know um, you have emotional release techniques. Uh, I want to talk about like what, what certain things are because I'm not sure. I know people know about meditation and um, things of that nature. So what is um, an emotional release technique? Yes. So part of the work that I do, and it, it does relate to a bit of the topic that we were just talking about with um, inner child work and really tapping into trapped and stored emotion in the body because there can be pain and emotion that we have that's that's stored in the body from incidents that have happened years ago that we've never released that we've never gone into and, and let it out and so with the clients that i work with you know some of that is really more of the engaging the body and engaging our emotions and allowing that and giving it space to come out. So if that is an anger release technique, if that's, you know, um, getting sound out, yelling, screaming, punching pillows, screaming into a pillow, like hitting a punching bag, like it's good, it's good to move some of that stored energy and that stored emotion. So whether that is anger, which a lot of women have unexpressed stored anger uh, within them because they were taught that it's not okay to be angry. So anger release work, um, 
On the emotional level, what I find is creating a really safe container for my clients to go back to those inner child um, experiences, those things that happen in childhood, whether it was bullying, people telling you that you're not enough, all of that, and actually communicating with that inner child to tell us, like, how did she feel? Like, what did she make that mean? What does she need from us as now the her parent, as the adult? And allowing the tears to flow, allowing the body to express and release however it needs to be. Sometimes we'll do shaking if there's anxiousness, if there's um, a restless energy sometimes that comes with uh, the clients that I work with is, is getting the body engaged in the release work process because we can only do so much from like the intellectual level. And that's where, you know, sometimes just the talk therapy um, aspect of it doesn't get all the way in. If we start to engage like the mind, the body, the heart from a an emotions aspect, then we can really shift things powerfully and more quickly because we're we're getting it on the cellular level. We're getting into the body and and moving the energy out. So um, mm. that's just a little a little bit of, of what we do. But some of the sessions can be really powerful and it can be very vulnerable. Um, so you know, I find that it's it's very it can be a very tender process. And so, you know, people have to really, you know, trust me and trust me with their heart to be able to guide them through those, those deep, um, those deep wounds. Yeah. Cause already again, it must be a connection. Cause I'm just like, yeah, I can, I can, I can see where that's going to go. When you have to talk to your inner child and you're like, "Mm, yeah, that hurt, (laughs) you know, and this is in, in acknowledging that it hurt and why it hurt and, you know, oh boy, it's a lot of stuff. It's, I mean, when you really go back and think like of all the stuff that may have happened to you and because um, it, it's all formed you to be who you are today. So it's like, okay, and a lot of that stuff you, you packaged away, you put it in a certain little compartment in your mind, swept it under the rug. I'm not dealing with it because I moved past it or so we think. or so we think but it's still just there lingering because we never wanted to deal with it we didn't want to deal with the hurt we know who from whoever even if it was from another family member or things that we caused ourselves or from strangers or whoever our classmates ah, we're like "I, i don't want to deal with it i'm past it i'm over it and it shows up in different ways every day or um it, it pops up and you never know why, why do I lash out at this part or, or these people or why do I, oh, I overeat when this happens or whatever it may, may be, you never know why that's why you do it until you really go back and dig and like, oh, it's because I felt abandoned or I felt, you know, unloved, unworthy. I, I was hurt at this age by this person or by myself or I, I caused something to happen or whatever it may have been, but you have to, oh, that, yeah, child, you have to be open and you have to be ready and you have to be ready because a lot of us aren't ready to, to go back there because that's a, it's a journey. And I'm, I remember talking to somebody one time before it was, um, it was kind of a therapy session and Everybody was just like crying and whatever. It was like a group thing. And well, I, I have a whole thing with crying, but I don't know. But um, everybody around me was crying. And 
and you know you're talking about your feelings and then it was like all right well we're done and i was like this seems so like i felt i was pissed because i was like i felt like everybody was open and vulnerable and then the lady was just like all right then we're done and there was no follow-up it was no nothing it was just raw emotion at the at the at the surface level and it was like all right, all right we're, we're, and we're done but i was like i don't like this i don't like this one bit at all because you've made me access something and just left me there mm-hmm. hey abandonment all over again you know <laughs> you know so i'm glad that you're somebody's like no we're going to walk through this process whether you have to scream, cry, shout in the jar, whatever you have to do, I don't know. But we're, we're going to get you to where you need to go. And you're not leaving no one there just to figure it out on, on, on their own. Because a lot oftentimes they're like, go to therapy. I've been through therapists. Like, I will fire one in a minute. But, but I'm glad you made it make sense to me. Like, it's because I need... And, and all around, like I need to talk. I need the the physical as well, rather than just the. Okay, so tell me what happened today, you know, or whatever. Like I need more. I need to go back, but I also need the work, the physical work that I, you know, that I need to to do as well. It's all it all works together. It yes. all works together. Tell me what shadow work is. Ooh, yeah, this is juicy. I like that. <laughs> You're um, like, ooh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> shadow work, that that can be really, really powerful. So shadow work to kind of to kind of um, make it a little like like a simple explanation of it is is where we really own those rejected, unliked, dismissed parts mm-hmm. of ourselves that we often you know, project or judge in other people, Uh but deep down it's because it's something we don't like about ourselves. So I can give you an example of this. So I had an ex-boyfriend who was like super forgetful, kind of messy, disorganized. And I was just like, this guy needs to get it together. He is acting like an immature child, grow up, be an adult. And and this is going to sound really simple, but like when I sat with it, I was like, oh my gosh, these are the things that I don't like about myself. The fact that, you know, I have papers all over my apartment that I've got 12 different notebooks where I'm writing things. Like, I'm like, I'm not organized. And it makes me feel like a little kid. Like I haven't graduated to adulthood yet. Mm. And so what, what often happens is the things that we kind of under the surface judge ourselves for is something that triggers us in other people. So when we see it, we're like, ick, gross, why are they like that? Ugh, blah. And and it's because it's there's there's an unsort of resolved aspect of ourself that we haven't come to terms with. It could be an area that we're hiding, that we're ashamed of, that, you know, Oh, I have to, before somebody comes to my house, I better get all these papers hidden, just shove them in a drawer, hide them quick. I don't want somebody to see it. I don't want them to think that I'm messy, that I'm disorganized, that I don't have my stuff together, you know? And (laughs) now that's kind of very much, I gave you an example that's very kind of on the surface level, but it goes, you know, it goes deeper than that. It makes so much sense. It makes 
Listen, if y'all don't, if y'all don't work with Heather, y'all, I don't know what to tell you. Cause this right there, cause that makes so much sense, at least to me. It's a reason why we do what we do. And I'm such a why person. Like, why? Why do I do this? And I don't know. Like, I never thought about like, why do I do this? Or why don't I like this in this person so much? Oh, child, you blew my mind. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to after this. I gotta sit and think. Like, oh my goodness, that is. <laughs> you know what? I, Cause wow, wow, that that's good. And this is how you're able to help people attract a healthy partner is by yes. going through this. Because I've had conversations with with a lot of people who are like, I keep attracting the same type of person. And I remember somebody said. If you really look back at like all the people you've ever dated or whatever entertained, they all are pretty much the same people. Like, like they're, they're, whether even if it's a physical thing, they kind of all maybe look similar. They have similar attributes of personality or whatever. Like, it's it's something, and if you probably didn't like the same thing about each one of them or whatever it was. It's like you keep attracting the same person. And, yes. And, why is that? Is that because we, there's things that we haven't dealt with within ourselves? Because, you know, for some reason, we all think we're good, we're fine, but there's something. Yes, yes. So what I see, and this was my experience as well with, um, you know, partners and people that I dated, was exactly what you said, which was like the same type of situation, but a different face, right? And I'd be like, is this the same person? <laughs> and... It's, it's honestly because there is a wound within us that is trying to heal, and a lot of healing can happen in relationship, but, but relationships can be a mirror to us of the unhealed things that we have within. So if we're attracting somebody that is emotionally unavailable over and over and over again, we have to look at where we are emotionally unavailable to ourselves in our own relationship where are we hiding? Where are we not showing up and willing to be vulnerable in a relationship? And that was a really big like unlock for me in my own journey is also seeing that, you know, people that come into our lives are are kind of there to help us to see and also heal those those wounds. So my, you know, my mindset in the past had been like, oh my gosh, something didn't work out this guy was a jerk, you know, I, I, I took on that sort of victim mode of just mm -hmm. like, why does, why do I keep getting dumped? Why does this keep happening to me? And when I started to really see that these people were reflecting to me things that I still needed to heal in myself, I was like, thank you. That lesson hurt like hell. That was very painful, but I'm so grateful because it's helped me to heal that. And now I can get closer and closer to attracting and a healthy partner and somebody that is at my level and that we can continue to help each other grow. Now, none of us are going to be perfect and there's never mm -hmm. going to be a relationship that's like, oh my gosh, like we're the most evolved humans on planet earth. Like we're still going to get triggered. We're still going to fight. We're still going to have uh, things that happen, but we're not going to have some of those shadowy toxic uh, things that we may have expressed in the past. And that's really that's really the goal. And I've helped a lot of my clients move through um, those wounds and 
patterns of reactivity and emotional unavailability so that they can attract somebody that treats them really well and that is a good partner to them and that that makes me feel very happy and very fulfilled oh goodness that that just sounds so refreshing <laughs> because you know there are, there are those people out there like men suck women suck i'm not dating no more i'm not doing this no more i need to get myself together and but you don't even sometimes even know what you're getting together you know but, but we just use that i just need to get myself together where what is wrong you know what i'm saying do you even know where the where the wrong is that you're getting together or are you just by not dating anyone but not doing the work then you're just not dating anyone you know what i'm yeah. saying like and eh, it is you I don't, I don't get it. Cause a lot of times we, oftentimes we say I'm working on myself, but what work are you actually doing on yourself? Yes. Ta-da. Cause then you're going to get in that next relationship and you, oh, they suck. You know, well, the time that you weren't dating, you weren't really working on yourself. You were just watching TV. <laughs> Hello. Yes. You know, you're yes. not, you're not really doing any inner work. You're just, you're wallowing or whatever it is that you're doing. You're not really moving forward to your best best healthy life and learning the lessons from that past relationship or past relationships or whatever because it, because people say that to me all the time they're like how are you able to move on i'm like because i know it was a lesson and i learned something from this person when i look back like i learned something from them about myself what i want to do what i need to do what i will accept what i won't accept things of that nature but because oftentimes we just like to blame the other person and be like, ah, they suck, da 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 And I'm like, even if it's my fault or their fault, it doesn't matter. It was still a lesson, many lessons probably that I learned. And I'm like, and I'm, again, I'm not about to keep taking the same test. I'm not, <laughs> not going to keep taking the same test over and over and over again, you know. But it all helps us to become a better person for not just ourselves, but the people that we are surrounding ourselves with as well, especially if you have children or your nieces or nephews, whoever, your cousins, you know, because now you're able to pass on those lessons of this is who I was. This is how I, I got myself to, you know, be better. And I want you to be better, too, for you won't make the same mistakes or fall into the same pit holes that I fell into, or I can see the road that you're heading down and, you know, certain things, cause you're, you're able to recognize it. Um, once you did the work, which you did, because again, you, you had that, that very bad pain point and you're like, I want to help women to avoid this if at all possible. I want to heal them. I want to help them. Um, and it's, it's, um, it's amazing. It's so amazing what you do and how you're able to help people with women with their self-confidence and their self-worth, because oftentimes that's what we struggle with the most. And it comes out in, in our relationships with who we choose with unhealthy eating, unhealthy habits, um, addictions of any kind of form or fashion. Um, and I'm glad that there's someone out here in this world as in yourself, that's able to help us. So, Heather, this is your time. I want you to tell people how they can get a hold of you. I want, I mean, anything that you have coming up, everything. I'm going to actually be quiet and, <laughs> and let you talk and tell people, tell people everything. Just go ahead. I'm just going to stop talking. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> So yes, 
people can find me on Facebook. Uh, it's Heather Ernest, so U R N E S S. Friend request me. Um, check me out. I post a lot of awesome content there. Same thing on Instagram. Uh, so it's Heather Ernest. You can follow me there. Um, and I have some awesome classes coming up. So I am teaching a soul alignment masterclass on March 11th, and that's all about spiritual skills to help you manifest your heart's desire. So mm. in the vein of what we were kind of talking about today is it's difficult for us to manifest our dream life from the past wounds, right? And so that's really what I want to be able to teach people in this class is that there's healing work that we can do to help us shift so that we can attract what we want into our life. So if we're continually attracting, you know, uh, partners that are not a good fit for us, or, you know, we're not calling in the right opportunities that we want, we don't feel abundance flowing to us like we deserve, uh, that's typically because there's some type of block, whether that is energetic or emotional or in the physical body. And so as we start to heal and, and work through that, then we can unlock this sort of limitless self where we can start to attract the people into our lives, whether that's romantic or collaborations, business partnerships and things like that, um, as well as that healthy partner that we want. And so in this class, I'm, I'm helping those women who are feeling like stuck, uninspired, not motivated, you know, life is just kind of uh, flowing along like the status quo. There's no juice, passion, excitement, and they want to figure out the why, right? Like, why are things not flowing to me the way that I want them to? Why am I not able to experience that life that I want? And we're going to get into some some 11 steps um, that I'll, I'll walk them through in the class to um, to start to unlock that and what are some of the, the exact healing steps that they can take to to move towards that goal of manifesting their their dream life so um, I'm super excited about this class um, normally it's $111 but I'm running a promo for $11.11 which is a steal um, and so, yeah, I would love to see as many women there as, as possible because I just want to help them heal and I want to see more women in juicy, magnetic, happy dream lives. So that is the goal. So let me ask you about this. This How, how were they signing up for the masterclass? Where are they going to? Ah, yes. Um, so I can share a link, but it's on uh, Eventbrite. So that's where the, the event is posted. Um, and, they, and it'll take you through the registration process and, and everything like that. And then they'll get a Zoom link. It's going to be taught uh, virtually over Zoom on uh, March 11th at 7 p.m. Central Time. Central Time. Ah, see, no, I'm, 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 I'm Easter Standard. That's I'm like, ah, Central Time. Okay, no. Um, <laughs> so that, okay, the, the name of the... Then I, I don't lost all focus, child. Wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I'm going to this, I'm going to this master class. You already got, listen, I'm going to this class. So uh, March 11th, it's called Soul. What are they putting into Eventbrite? Yes, uh, the Soul Alignment Masterclass. Soul Alignment, okay, Masterclass. And this is a one day event, or is this like a, a process? Oh, so we're gonna go through all, you said 11 steps, right? Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, this is a thing. Okay. Yay. Cause yes, I I will I will be there. I I was like that's why I picked up my phone. I was like, will I be available? I do have something else on that date, but I'm like, I gotta see what I'm gonna do. But um, cause I need some things unlocked, honey. So um, Heather, I truly, truly, truly appreciate you being here with with me and with the listeners. And I'm gonna have to have you back up here. Um, what I would love for you to do right now is to leave the listeners with a tip. Whatever is on your heart, your mind, your soul, the first thing that comes to your mind. Yes. Okay. The, the word that comes to my mind is self-forgiveness and self-compassion because those are the keys to your healing. And it's people don't grow or heal from judgment they heal when someone is holding compassionate, loving, forgiving space for them. And that includes you doing that first for yourself. So I think that is, is powerful. It's been powerful in my healing and my transformation. And I just want people to walk away knowing that they deserve their own compassion and forgiveness. Mm, we have to learn how to forgive ourselves and show ourselves compassion. That is a hard, it, it's, it, it can be a difficult thing to do, especially if we blame ourselves for a lot of things. So that's, yes. that's amazing. But working with you, you show us how to do that and to forgive ourselves for things that, that we've done to ourselves or that someone else may have done to us and, um, and, you know, show ourselves compassion and love again, which we all deserve. Absolutely. So, yeah, Heather. Yeah, Heather, we got to talk. All right, y'all. So this has been another episode of Yolanda Event Speaks. I love you all dearly. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate y'all. And I'm going to talk to you guys another day. Bye.